Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 456 for the 30th of Shvat in a regular year. First of all, happy Rosh Chodesh. Uh, this is day one of two of Rosh Chodesh Adar today, a very, very happy month, the month when we celebrate the month of Purim, and it's just known to be a very just joyous month when we're supposed to increase in joy in general. I want to ask you guys a question. How often do you check your bank accounts? Are you on top of your finances? I really hope you are. <laughs> I try to be. I know that I, I tend to be kind of neurotic about checking my bank account every day to see what has come in, what's gone out, or whatever. Uh, make sure that there's no fraud going on, make sure that I'm not overdrawn in any area or something like that. So what we're going to be learning about today is just as it is similar to do an accounting of your actual physical money, so too is it are we required and is it essential for us to do a spiritual accounting, an accounting of our soul, what's going on on the inside. And this is something that really should be done perpetually and on an ongoing basis. And just to give a little bit of context to remind, remember where we're at is we are still in the middle of chapter 29 of Likotan Marim, where we've been d- discussing what to do if you feel an emotional blockage in your service of God. If kind of like there's a sort of like apathetic feeling and something's blocking you from really f- feeling passionate towards God, even if you're not transgressing any of his commandments and you're really technically doing everything right. So what is up with that? And yesterday we talked about the idea of that perhaps this could be coming from past transgressions, that it could be that like something that you did when you were younger, some stupid transgression of some sort, even if you repented from it, perhaps the repentance wasn't fully accepted or perhaps God is waiting for you to repent on an even higher level. So perhaps that's the case. But now today we're going to be discussing that what if somebody really examines themselves and they say, no, I I actually didn't. I didn't do anything stupid when I was younger. I didn't actually transgress anything when I'm younger. So where is it coming from? And so we'll see that the ultra Rabbi has very, very high standards for us. (laughs) And he, what we'll learn today is that it's not enough, not only to not transgress, but in fact, if any ever you ever did something that was not fully for the intent of God, it means that it was for the intent of the other side. Like there's no middle ground. So this is a pretty intense way to live. And this is the the reality that the ultra is trying to get us to is that there is really only, only one reality and that is a, the, the reality of God. And anytime we have any kind of thought or speech or action that is not totally in line and with a sense of God consciousness, we are 
connected in some way to the other side. So pretty intense, but uh, let's get into it and see how the ultra rubber breaks it down. And so here we go. So the ultra rubber says that even a person who is totally clean of youthful transgressions, severe youthful transgressions, they should still implant it in their heart to keep this saying of the Zohar to keep an accounting of the soul. Meaning to say, to do, to make a, a cheshbon, to make an accounting with their soul about all the different thoughts and speeches and actions that happened to him or her throughout their entire life up until today. Were they all from the side of holiness or from the side of impurity, God forbid? Because all of the thoughts and the speech and the actions that are not for the sake of God and are not specifically with the intent of fulfilling his will and serving God, because this is the definition of the Sitra Achra, as we explained above. So Sitra Achra, the, side, the other side, means anything that is not specifically for the sake of God. And we've talked about this in chapter six, if you want to go back, listen to that uh, episode, those episodes around that time. And it is known that at any time that a person thinks any kind of holy thoughts, he becomes at that moment a chariot at that time for the chambers of holiness from which these thoughts come down. And so too, on the opposite side, God forbid, a person becomes a chariot for Tuma for impurity at that time and for the chambers of impurity from which all of the bad thoughts come down. And so too is this true when it comes to speech and speech and action. And now the altar goes on to give us yet another way that a person can humble themselves and acknowledge just how low they are spiritually and how far they are from God. And this is through examining one's dreams. So the altar says that a person should also pay attention to their dreams and notice how most of the dreams that they have are actually just totally empty or maybe even somewhat bad, like nightmares. And why would a person have these kind of dreams? Like why would somebody have bad dreams or dreams that are just empty? This is because their soul is not going up above. So the altar over here cites a verse from Tehillim which is from Tehillim chapter 24, verses three and four, where it says, which literally means who shall ascend to the mountain of God. And so what this is referring to is the fact that you may have heard this idea before that when a person falls asleep, their soul ascends on high. And so what the altar of it is saying here is that this ascent can only happen if a person is really truly in a clean state. But if they're not in a truly clean state, then their soul does not ascend in that. And then the altar of it here brings a citation from the Zohar to support this as well that takes it a step further, which says that when somebody is not in necessarily the the cleanest of states, in the purest of states, then what happens is that those that originate from the evil side, from this Sitra Achra, they come and attach themselves to the person and in and come to them in their dreams and tell them about all kinds of mundane affairs and sometimes mock him and show him false things in order to torment him in, in their dreams. So this is sort of like where nightmares often come from, is what the Altarabha is saying on behalf of the Zohar. So that's the end of the section for today. And so just to give a little recap of what we've learned in this section today. So as we've seen, the Ultrap is holding us all to a really high standard. He's telling us that there is no middle ground. There's no neutrality. So everything in the world is either 
revealing God or concealing God. And we talked about the idea that there are cer- certain things that are outright transgressions, right? And it's pretty obvious that those are things that we should not do. And those are things that kind of fall into the realm of the th- three impure clipas, like we talked about, that just totally and 100% um, conceal God. And that is the realm of like non-kosher animals, uh, forbidden activities and things like that. Then there are things that are outright kedusha, outright holiness. That's like if we're actually praying to God, learning Torah, putting on tefillin, lighting Shabbos candles, like these are overtly like, here I am expressing godliness in the world. But then there's this whole other category that it's it's the biggest category of the three that is very gray. It's the realm of the klipas noga, the realm of the that fourth category of klipas, which are somewhat translucent, but not quite. And it's our job to really take all of these neutral quote unquote activities and shine God through them. And the thing is though, even though we're saying that they are inherently neutral, when it comes to our interaction with them and when it comes to what we do with these neutral activities, it's no longer neutral. Every single thing we do, every single uh, speech that we say, anything we say and any thought that we think is not neutral. It's either expressing God and it's either directly connected and has a godly intention to it, or it does not. And if it does not, it means that it's expressing the other side. It's expressing the realm that conceals God. So what the ultra is advising us to do in this, in today's section is that if a person is feeling this sense of apathy or a blockage in their heart, one thing that they can do is if they really can't think of any severe transgressions that they did in the past, they still should sit down with themselves and do a really, really intense and detailed spiritual accounting of their entire life and really try to be honest with themselves. Was every single thing that they ever thought, spoke, or did totally with a pure intention merely for the sake of serving God? Or, or were there ever times when it was not necessarily with that intention? And if this meditation upon their conscience, conscious intent is not enough, then the ultra advises to go even deeper and, and tap into the realm of the subconscious, namely dreams, and examine one's dreams and notice, you know, is there anything funny going on in your in one's dreams, uh, which is an indication of the fact that there is something lacking in your spiritual standing as well. So we really want to try to get into this place of of harsh like critique of the self, basically. Just like if we wanted to really look at our bank account, like using that analogy we said in the beginning, if we wanted to really um, maximize our profitability, let's say for a business, you really have to get into the nitty gritty of like all of the expenses that are going to come up and and what do you spend your money on and, and really get into it uh, in every looking behind every nook and cranny, you know, every corner, not letting anything go unturned. So that's the advice that the ultra is giving us here to do with our souls. So that's it for today. And we will continue with this chapter tomorrow. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com.
To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And until then, have a great day.